1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we've got Cup and International Football on our minds. The lineup for the Scottish Cup semi-finals is complete and Rangers will play Celtic in the final four at Hamden. League One Falkirk got through against Championship Air last night. They'll play more lower league opposition in Inverness for a place in the final. And Stevie Clark's latest Scotland squad has been named with a first call-up for goalkeeper Angus Gunn. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you've got Gordon DL. And Mark Wilson Yeah a few things to chat about Firstly congratulations to the four sides That have made it through to the semi-finals And we'll look forward to that When it comes round at the end of April And well done to the individuals Who were selected for the upcoming games For Scotland What's to talk about in respect to that People who have missed out And maybe should have been in the squad But it's an interesting squad And fingers crossed when the games come about we get off to a good start. Yeah, good weekend. The uh, Scottish Cup action, Gordon, starting Friday night up in Inverness. Got themselves into semi final. Then the weekend, you look at Rangers and Celtic. In the game last night, uh, there was a big prize at the end of it for either Falker or Ayr. Falker come out winners, drawn against Inverness. So we'll have a League One team or a Championship team in the Scottish Cup final yeah. on June the 3rd. A couple of games away from guaranteed group stage European football. That's amazing. Remarkable. Anyway, 0141 951 1025. What did you make of last night's Scottish Cup draw? That's a fairly simple question that should uh, gain some fairly complex answers because it was all the talk before. Would the big Glasgow showdown Would it happen in the final If they both got through Would they ha- Would they meet in the semis Well you've got your answer They've made a bit of a habit Of meeting in semi-finals Rather than finals In recent times So what did you make Of the draw The fact Glasgow's big two Will meet in the semi-final Give me all your thoughts please 0141 951 1025 Our Twitter at Clyde SSB I'd love to hear from you Falkirk fans What an incredible Achievement to think it wasn't that long ago you were in the Scottish Cup final, but now in League One, it's been a tough old time in League One in recent seasons, and through to a Scottish Cup final. So I would love to speak to some Falkirk fans before the show ends. Scotland squad's been announced today. Always a key day in your calendar for some peak mumping and moaning because the player you like isn't in it and the player you dislike is in it, and that's terrible. Uh, so what do you think of the squad? Who is unlucky to miss out? Who uh, are you looking forward to seeing? And of course, Angus Gunn. In particular, lots of people having a bit of a whinge on social media. You kept Scotland on the back burner till they realised they wouldn't get a game for England, all that sort of stuff. Does that bother you or not? Let us know 01419511025. And don't forget, all this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, we're giving away tickets to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. It kicks off tomorrow, runs till the 2nd of April. Now, every single caller. Who makes it on air tonight Is going to go into the hat For a pair of tickets To see Mark Jennings At the King's Theatre uh, On the Friday the 24th of March We're chucking in dinner for two At Nona Said In the Merchant City As well So all you need to do Is pick up the phone Get through to make a point tonight And you go in the hat For the tickets I mean you think These two are funny These amateurs Absolute amateurs You don't uh, get dinner with us But Compared to what's on show At the Glasgow (laughs) International Comedy Festival And like I say All you need to do Is get on here Make a point to the panel 
And you go in the hat So 01419511025 Be honest Yeah You were choking for air to gout last night weren't you? 100% Didn't want <laughs> didn't, Look, didn't want your fame being overtaken And I, I love the fact the commentator actually said The last person to lead Did they? Lead Air United to a semi-final <laughs> Scottish Cup Was that man That DL That man Mr. Ayr selfish. Who was He certainly didn't who say was, that Didn't he actually? Yeah yeah no, I must Never have invited it. to their centenary uh, I don't know why I must have had it on mute look, at that point Look, mm. I've got to say I've been, I had uh, two semis with Ayr um, But when you look at Ayr last night I thought it was a great opportunity Gordon, they got off to a fantastic start I'm only kidding I would have loved my old club to get there It was a really long joke, I must say But anyway No, but um, I thought they got off to a terrific start I can hear me giving them that lead and then he really should have cemented the second one for me. Really. And I think it would have been a different game. I thought it, what, first and foremost, I thought it was a terrific quarter final. I really did. Falkirk's second half were brilliant. Air got a great chance to get that penalty kick, score mm. a penalty kick, 2 1. I think that would have been enough. Falkirk got the park. Well done to John McGlynn A fantastic guy Fantastic coach And he's doing a great job Yeah like I say It would be nice to hear From some Falkirk fans If you're out there We don't often get The chance these days So pick up the phone 01419511025 And what about You lot out there In Glasgow in the West Many of you we know Have got a vested interest In that other semi-final Celtic and Rangers Are going to meet for What will eventually Come the end of the season It'll be six times Six times This season what do you make of this latest one? We spent the last few days, didn't we, arguing about whether you'd rather see your rivals crash out to someone else, whether you would rather meet them in the semi, whether you would rather wait till the final. Well, now you have your answer. Uh, when that draw was made last night, um, it will be Glasgow's big two in the semi-final. So what do you make of it? 01419511025. It's interesting, Mark. We said it last night, right? This, the, Scottish football's got all these sort of weird and wonderful conspiracy theories. The worst... By a mile must be this notion of the The sort of hot and cold balls And people like to mention it for a wee chuckle and As if they're going to be always kept apart till the final They, they very very rarely meet in the Scottish Cup final 2002 was it Was the, la- was the last time it's Extraordinary uh, 2003, that, really? 2002 yeah. um, And they meet in semi-finals quite often They do so It's a bit of a myth I think uh, Well of course it is um, I think everybody likes the idea that of course our two biggest sides uh, two biggest budgets um, showpiece occasion at the end of the season it's a nice thought but very rarely happens like you say Gordon so they meet again in the semi-final uh, you know a repeat of last year where Rangers it was came out on top uh, of course um, so it's one that Ange Postacoglu will have fresh in his memory for last year but again it, it just feeds into what we've been used to in recent weeks in this show Celtic fans will come on and say they've nothing to fear because they're miles ahead of Rangers mm. and Rangers fans will say well our only defeat since Michael Beals came in has been against Ange Postacoglu and it wasn't that far apart that day so it just leads into that of course before then we'll have another league encounter <laughs> to get yeah. through so a lot of water to pass under the bridge before that date comes yeah let's hear from both sides then what did you make of the f- the draw last night 01419511025 like we said Gordon I think it's time that this gets put to bed forever it'll never happen it's a wishful thinking on my part but I think that's f- of the times that they've both been in the semi-final draw because mm-hmm. obviously there's been times when they've been out before it but on the times that they've both been in That's five times in a row 
It's five semi-finals in a row that, they, that they've been drawn in the semi-final So we need to rip up this notion That they get kept apart till the final Stick it in a bin somewhere Yeah, I totally agree with you I just think it's exciting Look, let, let's be honest I think that everybody was thinking You know, Falker and Verness One of them got to get to the final Will Rangers and Celtic Whoever wins that will cruise the Scottish Cup final It'll not be exciting but I stand in the shoes of the lower teams. I've been there as a manager. If you're Falkirk and Inverness, John McLean, Billy Dodds must have been crossing their fingers last night for Rangers and Celtic to be drawn together. And that's up to Rangers and Celtic to go on with that. Falkirk and Inverness, this will make the world to them financially, Gordon. That's what you've got to look at as well. As much as all the focus will be in the big two, and I still think a semi-final is as exciting as it gets as well. You would say that 01419511025 Let's hear from all four sets of fans if we could That would be the dream Let's kick off with Kevin uh, Who's a Celtic fan How did you feel about the draw last night Kevin? Uh, well I've said watching the How are you doing first? Sorry How are you first of all? Oh, listen, all well. That's fine Kevin I, I don't even I don't even care how Mark and Gordon are And I'll be honest with We're you great, so Kev. You, can dive, you can dive straight into your point It's not a problem uh, We need to leave the mushroom alone I'm a big, I'm a big Mark Wilson fan Best right back since it's the best right back in the history Apart from Alistair Johnson <laughs> And Mikel Rusting And Anthony Ralston And Alan like, Let's not do this Shaggy You're my favourite caller it's too, Of all time It's too early in the show To insult Mark mm. Yeah it's, it's an open goal for it Anyway Kevin What about the draw last night? Mate as soon as that game was finished I was Obviously taking down Don't know you know The numbers range With the first two And as soon as As soon as it said number one Mate I was celebrating I was delighted And listen it's no Listen, it's, it's 50 50. I, I totally get that. I'm not saying here that we've got to go in and we've got to definitely win, right? I'm not saying that whatsoever. But for me, I would rather meet them in the semi. And, and the reason for that is we put them out in the semi final. The Rangers fans, Michael Bale, need to sit and watch us in another final. And there's nothing, they can do absolutely nothing about stopping us lifting another trophy. I don't want them getting another day out of Hamden, uh, Hamden in a final. No chance. I want to put them right out. In the semi-final So they can sit and watch us Hopefully on the way To lift in a table Because it's going to hurt them even there It's just West Coast mentality I'm afraid that's just the way it is But um, I would much rather Have them in the semi-final Absolutely delighted I think we, I think we can win It'll be close Just like the, the other game But hopefully Hopefully they can get out of the line um, But I'm delighted with the draw See that this is the, the the verging on vindictive nature Of this rivalry <laughs> Because Celtic fans know That the League Cup's in the bag This, this The league is there or thereabouts So to paraphrase Kevin I want to end their season As soon yeah, as possible yeah, That's yeah. the sort of logic And I can understand that I could understand that from fans Now you started a mini debate With you At the weekend Where you You know You thought that There would be fans like Kevin Who, who would think that way Hugh Thought the other way I said my opinion If if I was there I would rather beat Rangers In the final All day long But I can totally understand Kevin's point of view And it'll be the same On the other side of the city As well That Celtic fans will be Supremely confident In this minute And have mm. every reason To be supremely confident If they think that they can You know Inflict further pain in Rangers With robbing them Of a day out in a cup final Which is a huge day For a supporter Kevin is right then so and, and look, I'm almost certain we'll get to it within minutes. On the flip side of that, yeah, you just if you're in the Rangers camp, you say, "Well, that's good, that's fine." You know that that you try and use that as your fuel. You know, talk like I'm not saying Michael Beale is recording Kevin's call on Clyde One Super Scoreboard and going to play it, but you get what I mean. If 
if that's the the thought process on one side of the the fence, then if you're on the other, you try and use that to well, your Well, the advantage. Rangers fans will be thinking the flip side, well, we could stop your possible treble and you can sit and watch us lift the Scottish Cup. And it'll be a sign that we are back on the right yeah, track and yeah, making but, up for the League Cup final, let's, that sort of let, thing. Let's not just discard. I know it's got to be difficult. Falkirk and Inverness, I think that's disrespectful, first and foremost. But I think everybody would admit the favourites will certainly come from the winners of the Rangers-Celtic game. But Rangers fans will be the exact same. I think that... Look, there'll not be a Celtic fan in this planet will come on here and say anything negative about the semi-final. And, and the reason being the way the manager is, the way the team is, the squad is, and the way they're playing. I think that the Rangers fans will be the exact same. I just think it's the way that the, this fixture goes. Mm. A semi-final with a chance to get into a final where you will be the clear favourites to win the Scottish Cup we're already started and we're still weeks away. Clear something up for me though, Kevin, because you said you know you celebrated the draw, you were delighted with it, but you then went on to say that you know you think it will it will be close. So is there not enough in it then to make you nervous? Why are you celebrating something that's close, which might end up with you? You know, if it's close, there's obviously a risk there in your mind that that it might go wrong. Because it's the opportunity. We've got the opportunity to end their season. We've got the opportunity to have their fans sitting Celtic. Playing a final where they are going to be overwhelming favourites to to win to win, and there's, there's absolutely nothing that they can do about it. So it's the, the opportunity. I just got to be close. Uh, if I was on the phone last week. I'm not. It will be close. I'm not overly nervous. I I, I don't see how Rangers are got to. It's got to be close, right? But I just I just think on the day, if we if, as long as we don't lose anybody be through injuries or suspension or whatever, I honestly just think that we've got too much in the midfield and up front. For, for Rangers to be honest I'm not sitting here saying that we've got to leather them 4, 5, 6 now it will we'll be close but I just don't see and I haven't seen anything in the, the old firm game so far this season that makes me sit and think oh they could turn us air I, I just don't see it it's just again it's the opportunity to take a big deal mm-hmm. away from them and that and it is as you said vindictive that's just that's, that's the way it is I, I want to take that day away from them so that's, that's the way I feel I, I don't mind it at all I, I'm always learning About the rivalry um, What about last season's Semi-final though Because I'm sure you would have felt Quite similar to Any sort of nerves that, that it can go that way again Well Not really I mean I, Listen You look at like, last, the last semi-final Again like I said It was close Cameron Carter-Vickers Misses a sitter For four yards out Hits the bar And I, I was sitting Watching with my mates And I'm hitting I didn't feel nervous at the time I think the only thing they've got Is this long ball Connor Goldson Just belting the ball up 70 yards And then lo and behold That's how they caught their goal To be honest um, But I'm not, I'm not that Listen it's a, it's a one-off game Anything can happen So that's why I'm not sitting here Thinking Saying to you We're definitely going to turn them out It will be close But I just think that we, On the day We will have Too much for them As long as we have got Our full squad there We will have Slightly on the day Too much for them But it's, you, you, just, you just never know I mean they could get Rangers are good for a penalty now and again, aren't they? So you never, you never really know. <laughs> you never really know. Um, I mean, Mark. Even by our wacky standards on this show, just in case anyone's wondering, we're not going to build up to that game every night from now until the last weekend in April, right? Even we will find opportunity to to move elsewhere. But this one is interesting because you can only kind of react to it now in terms of of where the clubs are at, and I get Kevin's confidence and no problem with it. And Rangers fans might feel. Uh, that they're going to hit the right run of form But as you say They'll actually meet again Before that mm. And then the conversation Might feel completely different You know Depending yeah. what happens 
if um, if Celtic turn Rangers over in that league game, my goodness, Kevin will be of course you'll be trying he'll to scrape him off the ceiling. <laughs> um, but if somehow Rangers go and do it, then maybe it swings. So it's going to be an interesting build up to that one. It, it certainly will. I mean, it's fresh in the mind just now. The draw has obviously just been made last night. The cup final was only a few weeks ago, so it's fresh in people's minds what two teams put out on show at Hamden on that day, and it'll be on us before we know it again. But you're right. The, the, the game before it will. Will take huge interest Huge significance on What happens If Celtic Go about it The way that they have done At Celtic Park In recent games Against Rangers Then You know It installs a lot of confidence And these Celtic players Don't need a lot of confidence At this minute With what they're carrying The other way If Rangers somehow Manage to put a chink In Celtic's armour Then of course They go into it Going well The game The cup final at Hamden Wasn't You know There wasn't too much I suppose in the teams when you look at the scoreline we've, we've taken something off them at Celtic Park So it's a different kettle of fish It'll be hugely interesting Kevin makes a good point though The squads that turn up in the day There's a lot of football to be played before that game You know, injuries may play a part We saw what that did to the Rangers team And selections with Lundstrom and, and Jack missing out And Raskin So Lots mm. and lots to come before Thank you to Kevin He's excited about the draw But what do you think? I always want to hear from both sides here There's a lot of confidence from Cel- uh, from Kevin with his Celtic hat on What about you Rangers fans? What about other Celtic fans? If you're agreeing or disagreeing with Kevin You know the drill 0141-951-1025 He's in the hat for the tickets to see Mark Jennings At the Glasgow International Comedy Festival You will be as well Simply by picking up the phone you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson is in the building, so is Gordon DL, and they're looking back on last night's Scottish Cup draw. There's still lots to get through, though. Want to get a good debate going about that Scotland team, Angus Gunn's inclusion, uh, and anything else that you think is out there. Desperate to hear from some Falkirk fans as well. What an achievement! A League Cup, a uh, Scottish Cup, I should say, semi final. From League One And I've been mentioning this We'll do it all this week But tonight Thanks to the Glasgow International Comedy Festival Every caller who makes it on air tonight Into the hat for a pair of tickets To see Mark Jennings at the King's Theatre On Friday the 24th And we're chucking in dinner for two At Nona Said in the Merchant City As well So just an extra incentive for you uh, This week You two are getting it tight Off the people at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival Why? They sort of picked out shows That you Specifically could go and see Like based on your Individual characteristics you know, No no I'll, I'll read them out I to you s- A bit later No on. I've saw You don't need to read You <laughs> You've been done the most To be fair Has he? Yeah I, I think, think so I actually gave them a like as well Just And then I realised I'd like to I go have been, listen I'll find it again I'll find it again but let's, let's bring in <laughs> Let's bring in Craig Who is a Rangers fan Craig How do you reflect On the draw last night? How, how you doing boys? Um yeah, I, I'm happy with the draw. I'm, um, you know, it, it would be easy to sit here and say, well, you know, obviously we wanted Falkirk and Inverness because then you're, without being disrespectful, all but sure of being in a final. To me, we've been presented an opportunity here that you don't get actually very often. You know, just recently we've had a massive disappointment against Celtic at Hamden. We have an opportunity quite quickly to go and rectify that disappointment and put it right. Um, well, I know. There's undoubtedly that the pressure is, is going to be more on us than it is them because clearly for Celtic, if they lose the game, then all they've lost is a cup. Um, you know, if we lose the game, 
<clears throat> then they've be, they, they're going to win a treble, you know, and we're going to have to sit back and watch while they likely obliterate Inverness or Falkirk to do uh, the said treble. So that's the last thing we need to happen. We need to have an ending to this season, similar to last season, with a bit of silverware um, in the trophy cabinet that, that gives us something to build on. Um, and I think what a better opportunity to do it. You know, I don't believe Celtic are unbeatable. I've never believed that. I think we've shown at Ibrox that we could compete with Celtic. I think even at Hamden, OK, we went 2 nothing down. But after that, we had our moments in the game that showed when we actually, you know, if we can turn up and be at our best, we can compete. You know, Celtic aren't. We're not talking about prime Galacticos here. They can be beaten. Um, and I think right now, we are probably the only team who, who realistically can beat them. Mark again and Gordon is that is that is that the reality of it? I, d- I don't know if that's too controversial. You know, we will generally try and show both sides of every argument, but it's fairly obvious that yeah. Rangers need need this more. Mm-hmm. If that's is that the right expression? Well, yeah, I can. I, I t- totally take on the point. Um, I think the matter whether you're playing for a trophy or three points is still the same. I think both teams will be under pressure because Celtic fans already. Probably have it in their head, not the not the manager, not the players, but Celtic fans that there's a treble there, and I think that adds a bit of pressure. Rangers fans have got it in their head. Mm. If we beat Celtic here, at least there's a great chance we'll get silverware and we'll finish yeah. on a great high and try and get into the summer. Get there's revamped. always pressure, but that's a, that is a different type of pressure, isn't it? Um, no, like Celtic fans will want a treble. They'll, they'll be desperate for it. They'll love it, but. You know, the the pressure that comes with having to reduce your three trophies to two is not the same as the pressure that comes with having to reduce your one trophy to none. Yeah, but in I this city, I, surely. Yeah, but I still I look at the both managers, right? No matter what happens in this game, unless it's a, a freak result for Celtic, for instance, if it goes into a really embarrassing, then the managers get criticised, especially Michael Beale, but they don't come under pressure. And the fact that he will get the summer He will get the rebuilding job And he can move on from there For Rangers fans They're desperate to finish on the high Because whoever goes into the game In the June the 3rd Is going to finish the season And I keep saying it without being disrespectful To the two other teams Probably with a trophy Unless there's a real turnaround And you know something special happens on that day Which can happen because it's football But I just think that I don't see Rangers mounting themselves up with more pressure than with Celtic because Celtic are winners. They're serial winners. Mm. They want that. Look, they want that treble more than than anything in the whole world. Of course they will. And it's the same with Rangers. They want their hands. So you in think there's the exact same yeah. pressure on both teams? Yeah, hundred percent. I disagree. I think there's more pressure on Rangers than Bill. I think the way the cup final went, that's another one ticked off. I even think then the the draw at Ibrox where it was in Rangers' grasp and the the. They gave up on it And Kyogo Nicked an equaliser That was another one That escaped This game at Celtic Park Now who knows how that's going to go But If you're going with the way Celtic's playing at Celtic Park In recent games Then You would fancy Celtic Granted that one That comes before The semi-final The pressure then If Beal hasn't beat Celtic at Celtic Park Is on Beal to get a result Doesn't matter what else Happens in the league Rangers fans will come on here yeah, All the time And say the game's against You don't against... know that outcome yet Mark That's what I'm saying You I, don't I, know I, that, I, that I, outcome I wonder if that's even That's still irrelevant And Craig Craig's Craig's a Rangers fan And mm-hmm. Craig you're, you're You're the one that outlined it You think obviously 
there's a there's a huge need for Rangers to try and end this season with silverware. Absolutely, without without question, I think it would be an abject failure if we didn't. You know, last season um, we were in the Europa League final, we won the Scottish Cup. Um, you know, it didn't soften the blow of losing that final, but actually getting to that final and having that run softened the blow of losing the league. There's none of that this season. You know, we've went step for step with Celtic since Michael Beale came in. The results have been the same with the exception of the League Cup final. And I think but the game at Celtic Park, that will take care of itself whatever happens. What I would say, yes, the results in the last two from haven't been as great as we'd have liked. I still think it's clear to see that Celtic didn't have it their own way in those games the whole way through it. And I think that's the one bit of confidence any Rangers fan will take, is that they didn't get it all their own way. And actually, Bill, I think, if he gets it right this time round and plays the, the likes of Raskin and Cantwell, instead of having guys like, you know, I mean, when he brought Kamara and launched them in in the final, let's be clear, these guys had just come back for injury. They didn't even feel really fit. And he threw them in. Um, in that respect, I think, we have to win a trophy this season. You, know, you can accept disappointment. Okay, we lost the league, we lost the league cup. But if you get a trophy, at least gives you that wee silver lining at the end of the tunnel to say, right, well, they didn't get everything this season. We can go and build on that. If we don't get that, that's a mentality issue because Celtic are serial winners, and we need to become that again. Well, t- Craig's right. That, that's where Rangers need to be. That's where Michael Beale has to be working towards. Silverware, if they don't win the Scottish Cup, then of course it's a step back from where they were last season. But uh, I'll stick to my point. I think come that game, if Ange Postacoglu has to lose it, of course the Celtic fans will be disappointed. But there is no pressure. He can do no wrong, really. If Michael Beale has to lose that and go out to Celtic... I think people are starting to question People are already questioning him After the cup final And he's only in the door Now I don't I don't agree that that's right But that's what comes With being the Celtic and Rangers manager In this city I don't think, think I, think I don't think for one minute I'm saying that Ange Postercock That'd be stupidity to say they'll come. I think you As a, an individual As a manager And as a player And the way And, and Craig's just said it As a Rangers fan Celtic are serial winners you put that pressure on yourself. You get that yeah, trouble in your hand. I think that's different. That's the pressure but, I'm but, talking we're, about. We're, well, okay, then we're cross wires because we are not in there. We're talking about the external pressure, if you like. I've got absolutely no doubt the Celtic players want to win the treble and feel under pressure to win it. That's the pressure uh, but, I'm talking right, about. Think, I'm not talking again, about that Ange Postacoglu would but, come under pressure. No, but I, I, players I just don't know how you can. But Craig, Craig's the Rangers <laughs> fan. I don't know how you can equate that. I don't know how you can equate changing the argument. How you can equate he's, that he's type of pressure to the type of pressure that would be facing Rangers if they were to if they were to end the season trophyless. And do you know what word I think is is actually that the problem here it is mm, pressure. pressure. I'm not saying Michael Beale gets sacked. And forget forget Michael Beale even for a second. Just the notion that cl- one of these clubs, Club A, Club B, whatever you want, is facing a trophyless season whilst the other isn't. So th- those two pressures aren't comparable, surely. I, I can understand the Rangers one because if they the, the don't win a trophy, Gordon, well, of course. But I I think that. Rangers have changed their manager this year. I think that Craig has already said, look, you know, we've seen big improvements. We've matched them, um, you know, apart from obviously the, the cup final. We've matched them in results. 
Would it be disappointing to lose that semi-fair? 100% I think, Craig, but I think Craig's point is it would be more than disappointing I think that's what he's trying to tell you yeah, But I, I still think you've got to look at the bigger picture You brought in a new manager that said One window and brought in two mm. signings You've got to take your disappointment Dust yourself down And then look at the summer Now if Rangers had to go next season Without a trophy I would totally bother the big, the Craig, Here's what I'm going to do Craig Right, If this, if Celtic beat Rangers in the semi-final I'll phone you up that night Craig And I'll say remember Gordon Dale says it's actually not that bad And I'm sure that'll make you feel better Oh absolutely that'll, that'll make me sleep so so much easier that night You know <laughs> I mean listen All I'll say Gordon is Pressure is this Celtic have won I think is it four or five trebles In the space of like six or seven years It's ridiculous We can't allow us ourselves to fall back to the pattern where Celtic dominate all the, the trophies because the last two seasons we have broke that cycle we have got silverware last season it wasn't the league like we wanted but it was still a Scottish Cup but it was a piece of silverware the season before that we did win the league title and prevented that we can't have Ange Postacoglu waltz in the door and we just roll over and go well doesn't matter if he wins a treble because we changed our manager mid-season Michael Beale has to understand Whatever happened under Van Bronckhorst is done. His priority now is winning a cup. He's had a couple of players he's been able to bring in. He needs to use those players now. now I'm not saying he should be sacked if he loses, but the pressure that he'll come under from the fan base if he does, and we have to watch Celtic win another treble, will be nothing compared to the pressure mm. that Postacoglu would face internally for Celtic because externally, what pressure is he under? He's okay. Yep, fair point Craig I'm going to try and move and squeeze one more in Thank you very much though That was Craig What about Derek uh, Who's a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld What do you think Derek? I'm looking forward to it Gordon How you doing alright? Yeah not bad not bad So you, you're looking forward to it Feeling optimistic? Uh, when I seen the draw come out last night I was heavy buzzing Heavy buzzing Because I was uh, After that was Disappointing after the semi-final that, You know what I mean But I think this time he'll, he'll get his team selection right I think we'll take it to Celtic And I think we'll give them a, a Going over Wow, so we've got not only a winner going over This is what's interesting about it um, Because the, the, the League Cup final And elements of it Like the team selection stung so much That as soon as the draw was made All I saw was loads of tweets about what the Rangers team needs to be In, what is it, six, how many weeks? Six weeks time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, desperate to try it And I can almost hear the Celtic fans now saying well, how, you know, start Nicholas Raskin, start Todd Cantwell if you want. It won't make a difference. We'll still win, which is fine. That's all part of the of the bravado. But that is the level of eagerness to make up for what went wrong in the last one, Mark. Of course, um, because it's another day out of Hamden. It's fresh in the mind, like I said. So, you know, and and the feelings for the Rangers fans were there to see. They, the Rangers fans... Think and, and still Or thought and still think It was an easy fix That midfield You know Bill got it all wrong If he played these two players It would have been Much better And we kind of agreed I, I would have gave them Probably a better chance In our opinion So when a game comes Run at Hamden again It's like Here we go It's a mirror image But you've got a chance To redeem yourself And that's what feeds Into my thoughts That mm. it's a big one For Bill And he will come under pressure If he doesn't Beat Celtic What's that journey been like then Derek Because we had so many Rangers fans Angry about The cup final defeat And the overall picture About Where the club was at And so on Fast forward a couple of weeks And you were Heavy buzzing Or whatever the phrase was So how have you How have you got that confidence back I just think the last couple Especially the Easter Road game I thought we were absolutely superb I picked it right up 
Um, I think, would you call it, I don't think they can be uh, going into all fun games again. Uh, with two kind of holding midfield players like John Lundstrom and Glenn Kamara, I think you see the directness you get after asking and, uh, and what can't we all bring to the team. Do you know what I mean? A much more positive influence on the team. That was just one thing I wanted to ask you, if it's all right. Some Absolutely. Else is sure about this. I mean, I'm a bit nervous about what this question's going to be, but take it away. No, but obviously, I think the league's a bit of a long shot for us now, right? But we're still in it, and we've still got two games to play against Celtic. And my thinking was just the running might be a wee bit harder because am I right in saying now the European spot, uh, European spot for the cup final can't be taken up by any one of the four semi-finalists, so that will drop into the league. And then you have six teams in the split, all vying for five European places. So make it make the make the last sure. few games. No, no, yeah, so, I, I know what you mean. A bit, a bit, a bit competitive, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, for yeah I, I know what you mean. So basically, Falkirk and Inverness are two games away from European group stage football because the the cup winners, the winners of the cup, get the Europa League playoff spot. Mm-hmm. So that would be the same as Hearts this season. You want to so, drop in the so if you don't win that, then you, you drop into the Conference League groups. But if Celtic or Rangers win the final. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think obviously they would be big favourites to do so um, Then the Scottish Cup's European spot goes to the team that finishes third In the Premiership sure. So it would be hearts um, as things stand um, And again that team would be guaranteed to play In either the group stages of the Europa League or the Conference mm-hmm. League So um, Falkirk and Inverness, simple You want to get the passports out, just go and win the Scottish Cup Easy as that Yeah Brilliant. Thank you, Derek. 0141951 Keep the calls coming. Any Falkirk fans out there want to get in touch uh, and let us know how happy you are or anything else that's on your mind now is the time to share it. 0141951 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here 0141951 or Twitter at Clyde SSB so get in touch let us know what is on your mind this evening most of the calls so far looking back on the Scottish Cup draw from last night just in case you hadn't heard uh, there's the small matter of Glasgow's big two meeting in the semis which means a wonderful opportunity for Falkirk of League One and Inverness of the Championship to make it through to the Scottish Cup final uh, I am quite keen because the other big stories doing the rounds today. Angus Gunn is in the Scotland squad. Do you support that decision? Is it just fairly obvious he's a good goalkeeper? We need goalkeepers. You get him in. Is anyone still bothered by that stuff about him maybe hanging around and uh, waiting to see what the England situation would be before pledging to Scotland? Let us know. 01419511025. Craig is a Falkirk fan. Finally, I've been hoping. Uh, we would get one on tonight Craig how does it feel to be in the Scottish Cup semi-finals still feels unreal you could come my throat it's away from last night <laughs> it just the, the atmosphere was brilliant and well done to Jordan the boys just hope they can get the final yeah and I mean what a roller coaster last night as well take us through it because obviously it it was looking like at various points like you might not make it through what was it like it's been like Right Craig, the line's a bit dodgy So I'll get producer to have a wee Look at that and see if we can uh, Get you on a, a bit of a better connection um, But look, God, it goes without saying you don't. Mm. There's no intricate analysis Required to realise That a team from League 1 making it to the Scottish Cup semi-finals is a wonderful achievement 
Celebrations after it I watched the game Gordon It was absolutely terrific for them um, And especially showing the character they showed One down And air started so well I thought This game's got to be beyond Falkirk Before half time But all credit to John McGlynn He's been about the block He's a lovely, lovely guy Great coach Great reputation in the game Done a terrific job with Ray. He plays very attractive football I'll say that about him um, He changed one or two things round they needed a bit of luck, of course they did They were under, well, a lot of people made them favourites because they were at home But they're playing a championship team that's having a, a very good season under Lee Bullen. Um And I thought second half they were terrific Rode their luck a little bit with the penalty That was uh, the game changer The minute air missed that penalty It seemed to lift the Falkirk players again They got their goal And they deserve to be in the semi-final And I'll tell you what They will be looking forward to a terrific game against Inverness To get to a Scottish Cup final Was it a bit of a roller coaster, Craig? Yeah, I didn't think it was a penalty last night I was sitting behind the goal to get McCarthy's in And I didn't think it was a penalty To be fair Yeah, there were a bit of debate about it, Craig And unfortunately, last night there was no VAR um, so we 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 couldn't really uh, depend on that. Not that you know a lot Some of people, people agree. Like yeah, a lot of people agree with that. But there's a look. Luck comes in in all ways and shapes and sizes. The the, the winning goal, you know, was a deflection um, as well. But I thought second half on the second half, I thought Falkirk the football they played was outstanding mm. and that's that's down to John McGlynn the way he coaches his players How would you sum up what this means to the club Craig have obviously you know had a, a tough time of it in recent seasons I think it'll be more financing that for them in that too if, I, if they get to the final I'll miss it because I'm in uh, Tunisia so in holiday so oh. it's just oh, so it's one of them you're going yeah, to cancel it I'm afraid yeah, You're yeah. going to cancel well, it a real fan Craig yeah, You just give be up There'll be a booze in Tunisia Showing it Craig A Falkirk club in Tunisia Oh 100% Could you imagine yeah, him walking about Going mate Are you showing the Falkirk <laughs> game <laughs> you, you can You can uh, Craig, You're showing the Falkirk uh, uh, game our, our listeners know everything I'm going to put a challenge out Right now We'll see what the best spot In Tunisia To watch the game Would be for you Right if it happens So I'll, I'll let you know Um What's this build-up going to be like, Craig? Because look, it's obvious, right? Everybody knows, I think, that Falkirk and, and Inverness were were hoping to get each other last night. I mean, what, what did you make of the draw? I was just happy to get Inverness because I thought the, the whole firm would be... They did, the, the, like, steamrollers. Both of them were steamrollers. Inverness got a chance. I mean, look, because you, you guys are going to have to put up with this, I'm sure, and I'll, we'll always kind of try and... And not be disrespectful about it But everyone's going to be saying Aren't they You know Whoever wins out of Celtic and Rangers Will go on and win the cup Do you think that's going to annoy you? Is it just part of it? Are you just enjoying the journey? It's just part of it It's, it's a one-off one, one off game no, Anything can happen in, in one day Craig you just said There was steamroller You know anything can Semi-final happen. Within two minutes You've got yourself lifting that trophy ah, one, Well done I like the once confidence Once he's had a couple of Yeah what is the, What's the beer of Tunisia uh, nah, oh, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm never asking been there. too much of you. Um, yeah, the confidence levels might start going going through the roof. But Mark, is it is that just a byproduct of it? I don't think anyone's meaning to be disrespectful as such. That's the word you're going to hear a lot. But it's just, it's just it's obvious. Just, if, let's if, be real. It's just facts. I mean, we'd be. We'd, if we're going to use disrespectful We're going to be disrespectful to Celtic Rangers If we were to say suggest they weren't going to win them 
The, the budgets, the players that both teams have got compared to Inverness and Falkirk are a stratosphere apart. So let's be honest about it. What an achievement it is for both sides getting to the Scottish Cup semi-final. It must be incredibly exciting for both sets of fans, players, club representatives that are going to have their day out at Hamden with the opportunity to go to the final on June 3rd. And it's, look, it's going to be Incredibly difficult For them to keep Celtic Or Rangers out In that occasion But the hard work's been done By that point They can actually go there with, with very little pressure On their shoulders I've been in cup finals Where the pressure On your shoulders Is huge When you go into it You can't even enjoy the day Because it's on your shoulders Whatever side Gets to the final That's alleviated They can go and just Enjoy themselves And I'm not saying Lie down and get beat 15-0 Or anything like that but it'll be a different feeling for them Their work would have been done Getting to this stage uh, Thank you Craig Enjoy the build up Enjoy your holiday When it comes around Maybe we'll we'll speak to you uh, In the, the weeks that are to follow Let's hear from John McGlynn then Victorious last night We're delighted to be Going to Hamden I'm delighted for everyone connected The players were magnificent A lot of character showing uh, I thought we, we, we marched Over the opening period After that I thought we marched Here In every department And and I think we just about deserved it. It's a dream to come true to be in the semi-final of the Scottish Cup, going to Hamden. They'll love it. Fans will absolutely love it. You know, I don't know how much, how many we can take. Uh, I don't know, fifteen, twenty thousand, maybe. I don't know, eight thousand here tonight or something like that. I think. Uh, so hopefully we've got a, a big occasion to, to look forward to. It means everything. It's financially now. It's a, a big incentive for the football club. It's a it's a payday as well, and that can only help us strengthen the football club. Look, I think myself and Billy Dodds will be delighted that we're playing each other, you know, and, and that's, that's no disrespect, you know, I think we would both wanted to stay away from Celtic and Rangers and we'll manage to do that. I thought on Friday night, I thought Inverness were a different class against Kilmarnock, I thought they played really well. Billy's got a lot of his players back and when he gets his players back, they're a right good side. So we know we're going to be in a game. As you say, financially, Mark, that is the number one thing, of yeah. course, you want that that dream and everyone's acknowledging that it's going to be extremely tough and all the rest of it. But the difference that can make A team in League 1 8 points off the pace In League 1 no less mm-hmm. And The same to be said for Inverness We know yeah. they've had um, Financial struggles They've been public about that In recent times um, So to be getting to this stage The handing the, the prize money The splitting of the gate TV revenue All that sort of stuff That is really what it's all about And I know people don't like that Because they think it's about silverware And the glory on the day But for the clubs to survive they need the financial rewards that this is bringing And especially with the way things have been in the past Three or four years with clubs And struggling along And trying to make ends meet Then when they get an opportunity like this That's presenting itself It's absolutely fantastic You mentioned to us the the, the gate From the, the semis split You know, fantastic amount of money Actually, I read John McGlynn At the start of his, this cup run Saying what a good cup run Would do to the club and the finances I don't think he could have even pictured where they'd be at at this stage uh, at the minute. So, fantastic story. All for, for, for the players and the manager and the staff, it's all about the football. It's all about getting to Hamden. It's all about concentrating on the big day to get to a Scottish Cup final, which will bring more success to the club. For the board and everyone that runs the club, it's all about the finances. It's all about the money. It makes such a difference for Falkirk, especially Inverness as well. Bearing in mind, Inverness were out of the cup. They got knocked out of the cup. Incredible. But then Queens Park fielded an ineligible player, put back in, win a couple of games. You're off to the semi, mm-hmm. and you might even get to the final if you get past 
a team from the division below you. Couldn't have been what a story, a story. like that in the Scottish Cup, is there? They, they couldn't have been. Can't remember anybody having that sort of fortune to get back in. But see, when they got the fortune to get back in, going away to Livy, then beating Kilmarnock, I mean, they've done some incredible stuff. So thoroughly deserved Told you our, our listeners step up to the plate. Connor and the beer. Mark Bryce have both been in touch. I don't know how you pronounce this exactly. Um, but the spelling of it is quite ominous I don't know if this is an omen for who's going to win the Scottish Cup C-E-L-T-I-A Will that be kilt? I won't even bother I, mm. I don't know how that's That's a Tunisian beer Is it? Yeah, yeah My Arabic's not great mm. I must say So I'll give, I'll give it a bye Anyway, it's that time of the night already Things you never thought you would hear on this show Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Thanks to Craig the Falkirk fan. He's in the hat for the pair of tickets to see Mark Jennings at the Kings and the Glasgow International Comedy Festival. We're giving away tickets and dinner every night this week. All you need to do is call up and make a point. That's it. Then you get into the hat. Uh, for that night out on us So you'd be mad to miss out If you want to play Beat the Pundit You call right now though And before 7 01419511025 And uh, hopefully We get a victory for you Against Mark Wilson or Gordon DL next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to get in touch And please do For a couple of reasons Because obviously We love to talk to you any night of the week But for you in particular this week As long as you come on air Make a point to the panel You go into the hat for a pair of tickets To the Glasgow International Comedy Festival It's a different show every night So tonight uh, Mark Jennings at the King's Theatre That's what you could win And we're throwing in dinner for two At Nona Said in the Merchant City as well So a nice wee night out on us By simply calling up And talking football with your friends Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Do it before it's too late If you can We've been speaking a lot already About the Scottish Cup uh, The draw last night That paired Glasgow's big two together What a chance as well For Falkirk and Inverness uh, To reach the final So if you want to elaborate Agree or disagree On any of that stuff it's the usual number And the other big story today Seems to be the Scotland squad being announced What did you make of it? Who's in that shouldn't be in? Who's out that shouldn't be out? And um, what about Angus Gunn in particular? Because that clearly is the headline He is the son of Brian Gunn So clearly there's that Scottish international football link there uh, It did look in the past like he wasn't going to play for Scotland And was maybe waiting to see uh, about England But he's in Stevie Clark's squad And I want to know what you think of it 01419511025 Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Oh, end-to-end stuff last night You should have Kenny Miller He Heard. would get one right Then the listener would get one Then he would get one Then the listener oh. Back and forward And eventually a winner uh, For Kenny Miller So let's see how we go tonight I still think you are the You're not the last pundit no. to lose Don't think so? Yeah No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you are well, I, I, I'll tell you what, it's, it's quite easy just to point the finger at me, God. And I feel you're doing that. Do you know what's quite most often, alarming? Do you not think that when we have these conversations, Mark, without delving too deep here, um, how natural lying comes to this guy? Mm. That's the thing that always jumps out for ah, me. It's just his normal it's life. Very convincing. It's great. Uh, great. Anyway, uh, built a life. Jason <laughs> is a Dundee, Jason's a Dundee United fan on the line. How's it going, Jason? 
Hi there, Gordon. How old are you, Jason, if you don't mind me asking? A very nosy start to beat the pundit. I'm um, 43. So you've had the misfortune of remembering Mark Wilson's Dundee United career? Uh, I wouldn't say Miss Watson He was a very good Servant oh, for the club Jason Shazza. What a guy mate Second call Thank tonight you, Jason. Jason. Send you up. This I is remarkable Jason knows stuff Jason Listen. and I hope Dundee United survive You were listening I really do <laughs> oh, from, 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 from the heart last week No listen you were, you, It's easy for this guy To bring you down You were a top ah, servant To Dundee United well, As Jason quite rightly says Twice remember Twice oh, so Did you actually get your back? I did And I, I took them to another Scottish Cup final after I did it first time round Get so. left on the bench <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget um, no, Jason no. What are you thinking It's been uh, Obviously you've had the, the break You've got the new manager in What are you thinking about your team's survival chances? Um, still Pretty optimistic Hopefully John Goodwin can Stay to the ship A wee bit and get us up uh, Go at a, a, a decent point uh, Away at Livingston During the week Because that's a mm-hmm. Really hard place to go So We'll yeah. see how that is It's mm-hmm. one, of, one of his former clubs In Salve again So Hopefully we'll get Three points That's going to be An absolute cracker That in fact What a day Saturday's going to be mm-hmm. We've got a bit of time To get round to it Later in the week But six games Everybody playing Should be a cracker As Jason quite rightly says Dundee United St Mirren is one of them So let's move on With the first big game Of the midweek Which is Either Mark Wilson Or Gordon DL Against Jason and Clyde Bankheads It's Mark Tails it's Gordon Oh it's the two Dundee United men Going Whoa. head to head Wish you the best of luck Jason Come on Jazza Surely you'll let him win No oh, Jason wouldn't like that He wouldn't like me no. lying down Alright well I'll give you some uh, Okay uh, I'll give you some Clyde 2 to listen to So that you can't hear The questions Jason It's 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And if you want to pass So you can move on to the next one That is absolutely fine Okay Okay. Let's yes. go. Your time starts now. Musa Dembele joined Celtic from which English team? Uh, film. Name any Rangers player under 21 who's played a league game this season. Um, pass. Who was the last team Falkirk played in the Scottish Cup final? Uh, Rangers. Name any player in today's Scotland squad who's never been capped before. Uh, Angus Gunn. Which Scottish team are nicknamed the Binos? The Binos. The Beano's uh, Beano's Spilling Albion uh, Who are the only Premiership team Who've not won a league game Away from home um, Dundee United <laughs> uh, Okay let's bring Mark Wilson back Can you hear us Yeah how Jason got on uh, I'm telling you Same set of questions Ready Ready Musa Dembele joined Celtic From which English Premier League team Film Name any Rangers player Under 21 Who's played a league game This season Oh Sir uh, oh, no, who is the last team Falkirk <laughs> played in a Scottish Cup final? Uh, Rangers. Name any player in today's Scotland squad who's never been capped before. Uh, which Scottish side are nicknamed the Binos? Sterling Albion. Who's the only <laughs> Premiership team who's not won a league game away from home this season? Oh, it's got to be Dundee United. <laughs> no, they beat the exact same thing. They beat St. Anyway, Johnson, didn't they? What Come do you think, it. Jason? What do you think? Uh, it's a close one. Yeah, Musa Dembele joined from Fulham. Yeah, not a classic. This one each. 
the under 21 players have played for Rangers Lowry? Tillman, King, Divine, Lowry, Bailey Rice, Robbie Ewer, Charlie McCann. That's still one each. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a Dundee United connection. I was saying they've written United there. Uh, Falkirk last Inverness? played Inverness. 2015? 2015. So Come on, this old point of story. Both said Rangers. Um, Liam Kelly, Xander Clark, or Angus Gunn. All the goalies are uncapped. Mm. A remarkable situation. Uh, you both got that, so we're still <sighs> level. Do you know what? See this question, right? Because this is this one brings me out in a cold sweat. Cause I've told you before, Stirling Albion are my League Two team, if such a mm. thing exists. Mm. My brother-in-law plays there. Years ago, when I first started this show, that question was on this, and I couldn't. I had this mind blank as to whether it was the binos or the binos. How you said that word? And, you know, and, and, and now I'm just. Permanently confused I even though I've been well. told the right answer A million times But you know that way Something gets under your skin yeah. And you just panic And six years in the job I'm st- still at it Anyway Forget it You both knew it was Sterling Albion Oh did we? And I thought it was good I thought it was well known That the only team in the Premiership Who's Kilmarnock. not won an away game Is Kilmarnock I mean Jason You must remember At least one Dundee United Win away from home St Johnson did he say Dundee United as well? He said Dundee United as well Incredible oh, Just toss a coin between these two And no, let's get on no, with no, no, show. No, no, Is that a tie? No, no. Is that it's a tiebreaker tie no, I'm, I'm quite happy breaker. with that That's, that's fine okay. Jason's Oof. Jason's a nice fella is. Right here's the deal I will read the question I'll get Mark to write his answer down And I'll then invite you to give me your attempt Jason okay? Yeah Let's do it <coughs> The four longest serving players In the Scottish Premiership Are Lewis Stevenson Paul Hanlon Murray Davidson And James Forrest What are their ages combined? Oh. <laughs> I was counting the games yeah. So was I Right so quickly Lewis Stevenson Paul Hanlon Murray Davidson James Forrest What is the combined age Of their four? Write it down Mark Wilson going, please oh, No it's a wee bit high I think What do you I think, think Jason? Yeah, I'm, I'm 150 oh, no! <laughs> That's unbelievable <laughs> You both said 150 Two good United men Stand together Jason You answered the same to every question On Beat the Pundit You had the chance to be more specific On the tiebreaker And you've both gone 150 What happens now? Have you ever had that before? Once I think And I hoped it would never happen again Who's <laughs> What was it? It was 134 Anyway greats, right? Right, Another question quickly Come on how many current Celtic and Rangers players are from outside of Scotland? So add them up. Oh, how, yeah. how many Celtic and Rangers players are from outside of Scotland? Write it down, please, Mark. Uh, yeah, the, full, the, the squads, um, first team squads, what are you going for? Yeah, I'll go for 24. What have you said, Mark Wilson? 30. Oh, no, Jason, it's 41. Oh, yes! <laughs> Oh, take no pleasure in that, uh, actually. Uh, Unlucky, Jason. I think he should get half a ball. He no should. 22 Rangers, 19 Celtic, apparently. There we go. Uh, well done. Another victory. Hard lines, Jason. No, no bother. Thanks a lot, Gordon. That was ho- I just, Great that game, was, Jason. Well done. Rubbish game. Listen, the, 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 hey, the punters at home would have loved that. Loved it. Two tiebreakers. 150. 150, huh? I can't believe you never get command luck. Shut up. That, that doesn't matter. Ridiculous. Doesn't matter. I'm happy. Another victory, <laughs> and it showed Jason up to be a good competitor. <laughs> Poor Jason. That was grim. That was that. That, that was amazing. Eh? Hundred fifty bosses. The tiebreakers mm. not great. And you I wonder why admit. Dundee United bought my leg. 
one supports him. One standards. One supports him. One used to play for him. Honestly, Twice. that was that was grim. But it's another victory. As that as. Uh, don't forget every caller who makes it on air I know what you're thinking See where I'm going here That was a bit of a comedy effort from Mark Wilson on Beat the Pundit But every caller who makes it on uh, tonight Goes into the hat for a pair of tickets To the Glasgow International Comedy Festival It actually kicks off tomorrow It runs until the 2nd of April uh, And tonight it's a pair of tickets to see Mark Jennings at the Kings On the 24th of March And we're throwing in dinner for two at Nona Said in the Merchant City uh, And we're doing that every night this week For like a different, uh, a different show um, if you like So that's See, the one promote that tonight. We, we should have had Him are, are Him they, And a, a stand up routine are they all At As the a Kings? support act For somebody no, To see they're not all At the Kings They're everywhere Across the city the So many venues So many shows I'd think like you to would go, succeed I'd, I'd like to As a stand up uh, For yeah, five not, minutes Not a problem Hopeless. Have you had Have you had five minutes Right not As a, a support problem. act For give one of these professionals Not a problem No I can't I don't want to give away My material It's rated for this show no, I've got good stuff. I would mix it with a bit of football and a bit of how real, would you open real life? What would you? What would you say? Uh, I'm, what I'm, listen, your opening line I be? watch live at the Apollo every single night. I know how to open my show. Well, I watch match watch... of the day, but I don't see me getting a call up to start an Arsenal's midfield well, next you week. Never, for... You never know. But you just you get out there with a bit of confidence. I would love to see him dying on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Need to laugh. Me in the front row, <laughs> loving every minute. Of it. Oh, well, listen, I did say to you earlier that the, the folks at the Glasgow Comedy Festival had picked out because there are hundreds of shows on. There's all sorts yeah. going on, but they've picked out a specific show for each of the pundits. Right. Okay. To go to. Come on. So yours is Tinder Tales because they reckon that you might not do Tinder. But they're sure that you've got a few tales to tell. I like it. And when's See that, that on? Uh, Come on, Tinder tales. That one is the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of March, Tenants Bar, Byers Road. There you are. That sounds all right. Actually, that one. Yeah. I might go a lot. Is it a lot of funny stories that happen on Tinder? You'll I guess. like you'll like this even better though. They recommend that Mark Wilson goes to see a show by Alex Hilton called "I Won't Let Failure Go to My Head" <laughs> as a tribute <laughs> to his time as manager of Brecon City. <laughs> It's talking about disrespectful <laughs> you'd like that That's disrespectful <laughs> It's and, true uh, Oh you've just got to put your hand up sometimes I feel like you've been hard by there Yeah, yeah I've had a like few Who was that uh, wrote that? I don't know Is that the organisers? Yeah I think so yeah. Is that a shame mm-hmm. on them mm-hmm. You should go to that one You'd be, you'd be a big hit with that one <laughs> Yeah Um Right, let's bring in Brian, who's a Celtic fan Enough of your comedy for one night If you can call it that uh, Brian, what is your point this evening? Evening, Gordon, Martin Gordon, first time caller. Right, what made you call then? I'm always interested in this. The caller, I was listening, I was about the game, um, the draw yesterday, a brilliant, great result, a draw for, for Celtic, I think. That was uh, the draw I was looking for. I, I, can't, I don't agree with Gordon when he says that the pressure's on Celtic. There's, I don't think there's any pressure whatsoever on Celtic. So in Rangers to stop Celtic doing the treble. I, I, was, I do take mm. your point Gordon yeah. clearly because I, I look, think in, in this, in my this, wires get crossed here I'm talking about I'm talking about pressure as a player as a manager to succeed mm-hmm. that treble because that, you know how much it means to the supporters that, that's fine though because I do feel like that's a sort of verging on a statement statement of the obvious in the sense that there's always going to be pressure to play Celtic mm. or Rangers like, so no one's gonna, no one's saying that it's off but surely you would now concede having had it explained to you by a Rangers fan and Brian's putting the Celtic fans point of view across the need if you like for silverware is obviously more intense at Rangers because Celtic have already won something 
well, under boat to win a second yeah, thing well, everyone assumes everybody assumes that they're going to win the double anyway and then the treble's on yeah my, my full argument was in the sense of inside those dressing rooms how much it means to the sport that's the thing pleasure. I get that I know Ange, Ange Postacoglu isn't going to sit there and go oh we're not bothered if we win it's a free hit for us of, yeah, of course we'll not two. Yeah, of course not but it's Rangers, pretty simple at the end of the season if Celtic have won a double that'll be considered a successful season won't it Yes And if Rangers have won nothing That will not yes, be considered I take, I, 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 I take your point there And I think that if uh, Rangers won And they get to the final And they win the final Then last game of the season I think the Rangers fans will take Tremendous heart From the fact that they've won a bit of silverware They're going into the transfer window They've got to try and rebuild There'll be players leaving Players coming in um, I just think it's uh, uh, whether you get it semi-final or final, I just think it's a fantastic fixture anyway, Gordon. I think yeah. it'll mean so much to both sets of fans. We were there at the final and we've seen what, what it's all about. So I don't think this will be any different. I think from now until that game's played, we'll hear every Celtic supporter coming on here and saying, we will yeah. we will beat Rangers. It's not a problem. We've got, we've got them. But I think Rangers fans... And and mm-hmm. one of them tonight, I don't know if it was Craig at the beginning, it actually was talking about, look, Celtic are not unbeatable, which is true. But if there's one team that could beat Celtic, and I think just now the only one that could stop them in a one-off game at Hamden would be Rangers. Uh, Brian, what is, you know, we speculated in advance a little bit about the kind of hypotheticals, but now that we know that it's the semi-final, would you have preferred that? Do you prefer that? Would you have preferred the showpiece, if you want to call it, get saved for the final? Do you not care? No, I want them in the semis because I don't even want to give them the day in the final. I'm quite happy at one of the small teams going to get a big day, they're going to get a big pay, and all the Rangers fans will be hiding under the covers while we are celebrating the treble. I hope Hugh Keevens is listening. He told me at the weekend that everyone wanted to beat their rivals in the final. Not one person yet. Maybe, to be fair, there is a silent majority out there. But if they are, they're staying very silent, Mark Wilson. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, I do think there will be people out there who. Enjoyed the cup final win over Rangers more than they would have the semi final. I, I I think there's both sides of the argument, but I totally get Brian's point. Same as Kevin when he came on early on that they want to rob the rivals of a day out because the the Scottish Cup final is a special day. Let's get that straight. You know the last game of the season. It's usually a sunny day. It's usually a great day out, and if your team wins it, it's a fantastic way to top your season off. So if one team can rob the other. Of that then of course It's a victory But I, w- I would say Again on Michael Beale If you become Rangers manager Just after the World Cup And you get four shots at Celtic And don't win one of them You are naturally coming under pressure uh, You know I get drawn in the league That's that's fine That showed slight progression But if you get a cup final Then a semi-final A game at Celtic Park in the league And you don't make a dent in them I think Rangers fans Will start six, six this season. You because you played in the the famous one. The 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 season the seven, it, it yeah. was seven. That yeah. was your your season. Your big moment was it not it when was, you scored I, your goal? That's where I, I stole the show. Papachi's yeah. face. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I think the two managers stole the show that I night. Know, don't you I worry. Was gutted. Um, I'm trying to think since then. Have they, I'm assuming they've not met the six times, have they? I don't. I, I can't imagine they have. I can't imagine. And of course, the seven wouldn't be possible, possible now. now in the era of no cup replays. So this is your. This is your lot This is your maximum yeah. allocation of the fixture And again there's something pretty special Where 
the meet at Hamden on two of those occasions. Neutral venue, um, one for the cup final, one for the semi final. So it makes that a wee bit more unique. Um, so again, mm. huge significance on on the game coming up on both games, the league game because if Celtic won it, then of course the title's all wrapped up. If it's not already mm. by then, and Whoever wins Because into the cup final And will win the cup Brian you know the way this works You you, you know Rangers fans listening Will be saying ah, You're complacent And everyone said You were going to beat us In last year's semi-final at Hamden And it didn't happen Why are you so sure This one will be different They were talking about Earlier on They say that Captain Vickers at the bar That'd have put it to bed I just think We're a far better team And Rangers are going to know We should have made A different midfield I don't think the other two players is going to make a difference compared to Celtic's midfield. To be to be fair, and I, I'm not I'm not arguing that because mm. I don't know, but if if you're allowed to say, ah well we'd have won it last year if Cameron Carter Vickers had hit the bar, it hadn't hit the bar, then you're you're allowed to hope that a different change in in, in team selection can boost your chances, surely. Yeah. yeah. What is he saying? If my auntie had Oh no 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 if, if you don't that, mind No we'll Cara leave that Vickers there Vickers hadn't <laughs> had the bar Exactly And Laskin and Cantwell had Small played Small margins Small margins Right thank you to Brian 01419511025 What did you make of the Scotland squad today? Who is in it that you would rather Didn't get the call up Vice versa Who do you think deserved a place? What about Angus Gunn's call up? Let us know We'll speak to you next Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 0141-951-1025. We're going to hear from Steve Clark before the end of the show because he's named as Scotland squad. And there tends to be a kind of predictability about it. Quite uniform, quite consistent, likes his continuity. Um, but for the first time in a while Certainly a big headline um, Inclusion in Angus Gunn in goal the Not the end of an era But obviously Craig Gordon uh, David Marshall uh, And why is his name escaped me For some reason Alan McGregor Have had the, the goalkeeping spot sewn up for a long time So it's a bit of a, a look to the future now And uh, who's it going to be? Angus Gunn, Sander Clark, Liam Kelly uh, And there's some other interesting decisions Being made as well So we'll hear from him in the not too distant future um, I'm going to try and give you a full time teaser Go uh, Tonight, I like this one mm. uh, Mark says For each of the teams in the Scottish Premiership Can you name the player that scored the most amount of goals in the English Premier League? Now what I'll tell you here, just as a wee clue There might be 12 teams, but there's not 12 names Which tells you certain players have done it for more than one club, yeah? Yes so for each of the teams in the Premiership Name yeah. name their current or former player Who's got the most English Premier League goals Oh my Let's go Start it Start Toby League Celtic That's easy No idea Mark. Premier League goals for Celtic um, It's got to be yeah, well, Ian Wright no. no No John Harrison No, oh, come no. On. There's another obvious one You'll know the profile It's obviously going to No hmm. Robbie Keane Robbie Keane Robbie Keane It's easy when you say it like that Oh Jermaine Defoe For Rangers, Rangers Yes yeah. See it's not that tough I mean don't get me wrong Some are harder than that Okay but... uh... So for each team In the Scottish Premiership Which player Current or ex-player Has scored the most English Premier League goals So like Celtics Is Robbie Keane Rangers is Jermaine Defoe Dean Windass At Aberdeen No 
Oh, it's not, you know. Really? But you, but you said at. No. <laughs> uh, Mike Neal. Nope. No, for. I think Hibs. the more obvious ones. Um, for Aberdeen, you mean? Is that where no, we're going? No, just, just guys. Just that obvious have guys. Just guys that, that have a good Premier League career. Careers down up, in yeah. England. Stephen Fletcher. For. Hibs. Hibs. Yes. Well done. Well done, Daz. Ah, oh, come right in the uh, ball now, son. Yep. Yep, I'll yeah. be rattling these off I mean Stephen no Fletcher's now at Dundee United isn't he Yes But he's not Dundee United oh, That would be Because that would be Stephen Thompson Oh what <laughs> Shut <laughs> <laughs> Oh it would be Of course oh, Come on get, get Get Charlie on Big dunk Dunk yes. Big dunk Okay my yes. word I was worried about that dunk. there But you've made a decent start For each of the teams in the Scottish Premiership Can you name the current or ex-player Who's got the most English Premier League goals So Celtics Is, is Naismith ro- Kilmarnock? Yes oh. I'll, I'll leave it there So Nays- Stephen Naismith's Kilmarnock Duncan Ferguson is Dundee United Stephen Fletcher is Hibs Jermaine Defoe is Rangers And Robbie Keane is Celtic So you're already five down And like I said There are a couple Who've been the, the Who are the answer A couple of players who are the answer For more than one team I'll leave that there I'll You leave, leave it anywhere you want <laughs> Okay We'll get that's, that that's indeed a bit weird um, Anyway right uh, Let's take a look at that Scotland squad Mother of Faddies Will you actually be quiet? <laughs> it's not John Spencer <laughs> You must hate him John Spencer You ruined your quiz All the time <laughs> uh, And don't forget by the way Just like Um who was it that sent it tonight It was Mark It's fulltime at Clyde1.com That's the email you need uh, To send it in Right Mark what, Mark Wilson Yes What jumps out from the Scotland squad today I think I know the answer But take it away uh, Well the goalkeeper Obviously Gunn Is a big story Because Of the pursuit of him And The reluctance For Angus Gunn To commit his future To Scotland But It's never one that really bothered me I, I'm always a believer that I don't think we're Blessed as a nation to have a lot of players to pick from. So when we do find a a connection there, and the connection as his father was obviously famously Scottish, it's not too far a connection. Then I don't see a problem. Going through the squad, it's much of the same, which is fine because I like the way we're going. A few omissions that surprise me: Greg Taylor not being in there, mm. and I get that Tierney and Robertson are your first choice left side. However, Taylor. Has been the outstanding left back in Scotland Seems and to be a played. reason for that though Which I'll get to I don't know what the reason is But there seems mm. to be a, a more specific reason And the other one I was going to say is Shankland Now I think a, a striker in our league mm. Who's banging in the goals for the third place team 21 injured. goals this season I know he's injured but no, I don't think that's I'll tell you what like, I think Since, since you've, you've brought those two up Get your calls in on the goalkeeping situation Or anything else This was Steve Clark's explanation for Greg Taylor and Lawrence Shankland's um, Omission Obviously, I know Greg very, very well. Uh, we have a good relationship. I've had a chat with him, and he's, he's fine. There, there are one or two little issues around that one that's, that's not it's not for me to say. It's a, it's a Celtic matter. Lawrence Shankland has been fabulous. Lawrence has been really good this season. He's had a, he's had a good campaign. Uh, I, I look at the forward department. Lawrence was right at the front of my mind. Probably the fact that he's, he's picked up a little hamstring or a little injury. Uh, I think it's hamstring. 
might just dissuade me to, to to go the other way. And obviously, I got Linden back. I wasn't really expecting Linden to be fit. I watched him play for QPR at the weekend. He was on the pitch for 56 minutes, and he looked okay to me. So hopefully, Linden will get some more minutes. Shea and Linden have been my my two go-to strikers, if you like. So I'm happy to have both of them in the squad. So it doesn't sound like he's deliberately left Greg Taylor out for footballing reasons he says mm-hmm. it's a Celtic matter it's, it's, it's for them to explain whatever I don't know what that means there's not much point in speculating whether it's a try to keep him fit for something or a, an injury I don't know yeah. um, but, and, and again Lauren Shankland as well he's kind of saying that he's, he's yeah he's, he's, he's leaned the other way but partly because of the injury so are they fairly uh, uh, suitable explanations Mark since you were oh, sorry um the injury one yeah with, with Shankland then If he's looked at Shankland And thought by the time He gets up to speed He might not be what he was Before he picked up gen- injury And you need to be At the top of your game In international football Okay I, I maybe get that I, I just wonder How how many could he take Could he have taken him um, I mean who else Called up Jacob Brown Shea Adams Wyndon Dykes Chris Jacob Brown's he really Pulling up any trees At the minute I just wonder Shankland's stats alone Would be enough to get him in um, The Taylor one you're right Let's not speculate Because it's obvious What what fills me a wee bit More hope is that He's had the conversation With Greg Taylor And the club And there's something behind it It's not just He's been admitted And for what it's worth He clearly likes Greg Taylor He's played yeah. him Numerous times in yeah. the past Hasn't he yeah. and, and and again though Even whatever this issue is It's still This remarkable scenario We've got I know Kieran Tierney's not playing a lot For Arsenal But he's still Kieran Tierney And Andy Robertson It's it's just a ridiculous situation for a, a country that is limited in many areas t- to have that. And as good as Greg Taylor is, it's still got those two to compete with anyway. Of course. And then you look further down the peck in order. Uh, obviously, Hickey can play right back. Um, and then you've got Doig, who, who is not even in the squad, who's playing every week mm-hmm. over in Italy. So it's, it's extraordinary. But we've got two world-class, in my opinion, world-class mm. left-sided defenders who are very lucky to have. Mark Wilson says he's not bothered He doesn't care if Angus Gunn's taking his time To mm. choose to play for Scotland Doesn't really care about any any of, any of it D- Does it bother you? No, in the same camp I think if you're a Scotland manager And you've got players That you think's better than What you've got to choose from That are available to you for selection I think you've got to go with your gut feeling And you've got to The pick them I think that's your, your job, Gordon you know, you've. Got, I know that a lot of fans out there may look at the situation and and looked at what's happened gone by with uh, Gun about the England situation. I know there's one or two things been on social media. Look, the boy's obviously got a talent. He's quite right to sit there if he mm-hmm. was desperate to play for England. I've not got a problem with that at all. If he comes to to Scotland and replays and he produces, I'll be delighted with that. Um, let's bring in Mick and get his thoughts on it. Mick, are you bothered? But you know, Angus Gunn's inclusion what, what do you make of it? Yeah I'll be honest I think it's an overreaction because the boys played the Premier League let's not kid ourselves Craig Gordon is our number one mm-hmm. right the guy, the guy got injured Sandra Clark came in as his replacement and let's not kid ourselves again Hearts are still maintained their position still with some good performances and I, I really I can't understand I, to me it's a no brainer Sandra Clark should be the first man in that jersey mate well, listen, yeah, look, he may well be right. So, but before we get to who plays the game, I'm, I'm talking more about you know the call up, the fact that he's now made himself available to Scotland. Are you okay with that? Are you against it? No, I'm kind of borderline. Right? It's one of the ones you think to say, right? Look, 
Why did you wait so long? Well, your father was a Scottish international. You've probably brought up a bit of Scottish success out if you get my point. Yeah, obviously he was born down the roads, but you know what I mean? Aye, there is that wee issue you think, well, why did you wait so long for? You know? I think in an ideal world, Mark, right? You want everybody that's. You know, straight away, it's an absolute dream, and they, you know, and they're, they're no sort of sideshow. But at the same time, you know, it's the modern world for a start. Well, put it this way: international football's got the grandparent rule, right? You're talking about guys like, and I, th- I think they fall into that. Is, is she Adams a grandparent? I think Scott McTominay. I think it's. I think he has a. I think it's a parent, isn't it, for him? And no, no one, no one bats an eyelid when they're. When McTominay's sticking a penalty away to help us qualify for the Euros, I mean, Shea Adams scored that goal against Denmark, one of the best results we've had in recent seasons. Um, and yes, he maybe took his time and whatever, but he's almost, if you're looking at boxes to tick, he's almost like even closer than some of them because he's the son of a former Scotland international. Yeah. But you, obviously, some people just want, and it's understandable because it is international football. It's supposed to be this like pinnacle that that people sort of are, are desperate to do it in the same way that some fans would be. But let's not forget that Angus Gunn born in England, so he's English. So of course his first thought is going to be to play for the country of his birth. So it's a bit hypocritical for people to say, "Oh well, he should have just chose Scotland right away." He's wanted to exhaust every possibility. Of of that happening Now remember when you're looking at Where England are in the world at the minute National football team They're at every single tournament So again you've got to be sure that you're making the right decision Or if you're even selected Now if you're far out of it and an opportunity like Scotland comes up Then Of course you're going to consider it So I don't think anybody should be too harsh And in, in, in pointing a finger at Gunn And saying he should have chose Scotland right away Because his dad's Scottish He's obviously wanted to give himself the best opportunity And a real good goal Of representing where he was born first But Mick you're, You don't want to see him come in As this number one You think it's Xander Clark's Chance for that yeah No mate No no well, That's what I'm saying To the borderline right There is that part That thinks No he's waiting too long etc. But There's also the part Who's a Scotsman And I know If my child Is born like him No matter He's going to be brought up He's going to be brought up As a Scotsman And a Scottish etc Right I've not got an issue with that mate Oh, like, anyway, that's a different point. But what I'm saying is that I, I, in terms of merit, mate, I'm actually talking about merit. Yeah. I believe Mr. Clark has actually earned the opportunity to be the first choice for the Scotland number one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Mark, because like we said, this is a huge moment. Craig Gordon may well get back fighting fit and, and this issue gets pushed down the line, but we sort of knew it was coming. We've been blessed. We've had Gordon Marshall McGregor for what seems like forever. You know, and then they, you know, but we're going into this round of international fixtures. Somebody's making their debut and goal. Somebody, yeah. whether it's Xander Clark, whether it's Angus Gunn, or whether it's Liam Kelly, we're about to start a new era in the goalkeeping department. Big call for the manager. They clearly want Angus Gunn. There's clearly been a pursuit there before. That's intensified now. Is that because they think he's a a shoe in? To go in and play number one Or is it because they simply need more goalkeeping options It's funny I noticed that Xander Clark Has got the best save percentage In the Scottish Premiership And yeah. Angus Gunn's got the best save percentage In the English Championship Yeah What's your gut telling you on who, who um, get the nod Listen I'm going to be biased uh, Along with Mick Because I get to see Xander Clark A lot more than I do Angus Gunn I've seen his performances this season And I think they've been terrific I think on merit 
he, he should get the nod But I don't see a lot of Angus Gunn I, I can only go in the percentages Would that come into Steve Clark's thinking? I don't think the small percentage of saves between them Is it something like there's 1% between Xander Clark and Angus Gunn? Different leagues anyway like Different let's, leagues let's not get too You have up. to then assess the quality Steve Clark I think would want three quality goalkeepers in there That's why he's went for Gunn at this time along with Xander Clark And I think he'll assess it on the day I think he'll speak to his goalie coach And he'll take every possible advice he can get in this situation Xander Clark's been in squads before Angus Gunn hasn't I mean, I, I wouldn't swim me. I would not swim me one so bit. Can you see Angus Gunn coming in and being the number one? Hundred percent. I'm not saying he will be. I think that Mark touches on a point, and I will agree with him. We see a lot of Xander Clark. Don't see a lot of Angus Gunn. Um, so Steve Clark will, because he'll have been to games uh, up and down the country. He'll have done his homework. So. He will decide along with his coaching staff Who he feels the number one will be I totally understand that people in Scotland Will be biased saying well Xander Clark's been brilliant since he came in uh, To Hearts Apart from Saturday when he uh, caught the ball um, Well you've not forgiven him for the one time That he punched it no, out of the but, box but, right? Okay. But I think you've got to learn Day to day life um, <laughs> Day to day life I think, I, I think <laughs> If only you took your own advice Exactly I've never ever uh, I just feel that You know I would like to see Xander Clark Given a chance I know Kelly's uh, There's a good shout for him But I think Clark's been in better Better form But I think Steve Clark Will know a lot more About Angus Gunn Than what most of us up here will And I think he will make but that Woods, I think Stevie Woods Will have a, a big call on this I think you've got to rely on your goalkeeping coach when you're at this stage. You know, particularly when you're picking another 22, uh, you know, outfield players that you've got your eye on. You've got to rely on people in the specialised positions that you employ them in. So, of course, Stevie Woods is a well-trusted figure. Look at the work he's done with Craig Gordon in the past and all the other great goalkeepers we've had. I mm. think Stevie Clark will... Rely heavily on him at this stage Thank you to Mick Kindrum Chapel What do you think Angus Gunn's inclusion As a as a sort of whole And then one step beyond that Does that mean he comes in as a, as a number one Is it Xander Clark? Is it Liam Kelly? Anything else from the squad That you're not happy or delighted about Pick up that phone please And do let us know Now Mark sent you guys a teaser in tonight He's looking for The top English Premier League goal scorer For each of the clubs in our premiership And you think Well that sounds a bit confusing It's not So Celtics Is Robbie Keane Rangers is Jermaine Defoe Hibs Is Stephen Fletcher Dundee United Duncan Ferguson And Kelly Is Stephen Naismith Give me one more each I'll give you a double You going for it? Snodgrass Livy Livy No Oh no <laughs> Seriously For the last five minutes He's been making signals to me. Are you going <laughs> to check that please? He's got two His heart's He's not Livy's. Oh, ah, so he's on the last one. Well, 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 and. Ah, he's um, not Livy's. No. Who would be Livy? Dykes? No, Dykes hasn't played in there, has he? Um, Halliday? Oh, come Halliday's on. Not Halliday? played in Ridiculous. You not play uh, anymore? Kenny? Kenny Miller? Mm, nope. <laughs> he's got to be one. <laughs> Clubs. I know. What about Motherwell's? Cause you McAllister. Said, yes, Gary McAllister. Okay, we'll try and get the rest of the answers and more calls if you feel the need next. 
number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 0141951-1025. Twitter at Clyde SSB, and they're also uh, tackling tonight's full-time teaser as well, which is a cracking question. It is for each of the current Scottish Premiership teams. Can you name the current or ex-player who's got the most English Premier League goals? So it's always easier when you hear the answers. So like Celtics is Robbie Keane because he scored loads down the road. Rangers is Jermaine Defoe. Stephen Fletcher at Hibs. You've got Duncan Ferguson, Dundee United. Stephen A. Smith, Kilmarnock. Snodgrass at Hearts. Gary McAllister at Motherwell. What I did tell you earlier is although there are 12 teams, mm. you're only looking for 10 names because two of the guys qualify for... Two clubs, if that makes sense. Charlie Adam, St. Men, Ross County. Wonderful. You're a man at the top he's, of your game. He's good at this game. He has. He's what, found his. What, what niche. gave it away was I looked at Blackpool just going 1 0 up against QPR and bang. There just it Just came to you. Superb. You're a bright man. Which means what you got two to get. Mm. So you've still to tell me who is the former St. Johnston player with the most English Premier League goals. And I need the Aberdeen and Livy equivalent and Jody I've, Morris I've kind of given it away That there is one player who represents two of those teams mm. um, No it's not Jody Morris These two are very very difficult I must say Dubry? No. no 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 You've probably forgotten this guy played for St Johnston So I'll help you along a bit You will remember him mostly for oh, oh. playing for Rangers A bit of a mixed bag on Twitter by the way In terms of the discussion we were having before the break About Angus Gunn And his inclusion in the in the Scotland squad uh, Graham Maloney says Give a young Scottish keeper a chance Whose heart is with Scotland Not a player who's just there uh, Because he plays for England uh, But then Logan replies saying Like who? Which might be a, a fair argument uh, Foxy calls it absolutely shambolic John Caesar says it's second We're second choice He knows he's not good enough for England If England had a keeper crisis And called him up uh, He would jump Gambit Man says it's a good move I Haven't seen a great deal of him But what I have seen He looks the part Was a bit gutted That he played underage levels For England So a bit of a split Mark Wilson Ah who cares If he comes in And he makes a save That Helps us to beat Spain. Do you think anybody wow. will be phoning? That would be quite something. Aye, and going, oh, we shouldn't have had him in the squad. Of course not. I mean, I'll get back to it. We're a country of what, six million people, England, 66 million people. We. How <laughs> Spain go? Well, uh, they've got about probably about 80 million. million. You know what I mean? So, mm. any other countries? You want to know? <laughs> Why did you want to know what I'm quite, I'm quite happy uh, However uh, Paul messaged to, to bring you up to speed Which I'm sure you knew I'm sure it was a slip of the tongue You've Worth bearing in mind um, That Stevie Woods Is no longer the Scotland goalie coach And uh, it's Chris Woods, Woods. I, uh, I just, let you, sorry, sorry, Woods. I just let you hang yourself Sorry Woods I just let you go where I let you go Woods. where You're fine You're fine Yeah, yeah. Um, It's all about Celtic with you <laughs> You say you get your Woods mixed up <laughs> Um yeah, let's hear a bit more from Steve Clark specifically on that then, the big talking point, the Angus gun call-up. Obviously I heard through a third party that Angus was interested in playing international football. When I heard that, I thought I'd go down and meet him, met him in Norwich, had a good conversation. Didn't have to persuade him too much because he felt as though that was his best chance of getting international football was to play for Scotland. He's Obviously his dad's a Scotland international, so that all fitted in quite well. Had a good conversation. 
he was very honest. I was very honest. And obviously we've lost Craig. We've lost Craig Gordon injured, which is a which is a massive blow to us. Uh, Craig was the undisputed number one. And I looked at the pool of goalkeepers, and I just felt that if we could improve the pool of goalkeepers, then that's what we should do. So that was the thinking behind getting Angus to come on board. The good thing is we've got a full week's training. So I've got three good goalkeepers. Liam Kelly's been in almost every squad. Xander's been in the squads, obviously lost his place when he wasn't playing. Uh, and then he was sitting behind Craig at, at Hearts. So Xander's back in the squad. And Angus comes into the first squad. None of them have got any caps. So all to play for in the week. I think it's just something that's definitely much more of an issue on the outside, on social media, for instance, Mark, and maybe a bit of pub talk, football, phone-in talk type stuff. I, I mean, Stevie Clark just won't be giving it a second thought, will he? It's just... The goalkeeping you get, situation You go there and you find out who's available And if they're good and can they help your squad And that's pretty of much it Of course that's it Stevie Clark's job is to get the best players Who can represent Scotland um, And who are willing Now if that means pursuing them for some time Then I still think that's part of the manager's job uh, Of finding the best player for the best positions Now when we lose the goalkeepers that we've lost He obviously has to fill them with the best possible players And I think Gunn comes into that what will be interesting is the week in training that Stevie Clark's talking about there. Actually assessing them. How does he assess them? Will they play practice games? Will it just come down to the the small sided games? Who stands out, or will it will will it come down to the the advice he's taking for the goal coach and what's actually been going on in the league? No I, think, I think he'll have it in the shed just now. Mark. Who's playing? Yeah, because he's he's watched them. He's he's watched them playing. You know what I mean? You can, okay, you you can impress in training, but. I think that if you're a manager that you've watched them down in England, you've watched uh, Xander Clark and Kelly up here, I think you'll have a fair idea. So if Gunn comes into training camp and he's a quiet lad and he's has a nervy week and Xander Clark's in <laughs> pulling saves off, he's still going to pick Gunn. Listen, you've still got Stevie mm. Woods as a goalkeeping coach, so I wouldn't say too much about you. <laughs> right, quick, we need to round off this teaser then. I'm, I'll up the clues because we're at the end of the show. It's no Gavin Ray, is it? No, you're looking for someone who's played for Livy and Aberdeen, and they are the record English Steve Premier Tosh. League scorer for, for <laughs> both of those clubs. He played for both, did he? Not? He did. Did he, he play did. in England? Though? He did. That's a great show. Come on. No, but I'm. I'm really struggling. You've forgotten this. Me, it's tough. It is tough. Give us uh, sort of for, who did he play for in England? All sorts: Leeds, Coventry, Middlesbrough. Um, oh, don't like that silence. That is silence. Mm. And it's not I'll put you out your misery Give us a uh, Initials please <gasps> N-W Neil Warnock No No Whelan <laughs> No Warnock <laughs> <laughs> Well that's N-W Surprisingly it is not Neil Warnock no It's Whelan. no Whelan And quickly The, Saint, the former St Johnston player With most English Premier League goals Go, go. Again initials will give this away Straight away go. JJ Oh Johansson yeah. Jonathan Johansson Well done to Jason from Clyde Bank He's the winner of the tickets To the Glasgow International That's Comedy Festival We'll do it again tomorrow With Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly And Callum Gallagher is up next